0: To uh, Somewhat Serious, I'm Chris. I'm Dave. Uh, we're going to get into format here. Dave's researched something, and I have researched something as well. Neither of us know what it is. I'm going to try and kind of teach the other person, but uh, before we do that, we like to get into a peak in a pit, a high and a low. You want to start with the pit.
1: Is this peak in a pit, is this just for your whole life, or is this for <clears throat> just the week, you know?
0: Um, I think it's for your whole life. Wow. That's... Don't recall aggressive. something from when you were like 10 years
1: old. So when I was six. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'll start with the the pit, uh, which is probably a pretty common pit around the the nation. Is um, We're based out of Michigan, so when MSU lost in the Final Four, that was kind of sad. That was um, Which, again, this was... This was originally possibly going to be my topic for the day, but was the concept of sports rivalry and um, just kind of the emotions that go along with that. Mm-hmm. But I figured it was more of an opinion thing rather than like a topic thing. Right. So I did a little bit more research on it and didn't find a whole lot obviously because again for that exact reason. But I don't know. That kind of sucked for sure. But, I, but then I started thinking like and this was like the basis of the topic that I might have done. Sorry to get that deep into it but Ann Arbor, U of M, put up a billboard that said, like, this week we bleed green, like, mm. those Spartans, you know. And, like, I can only imagine that the Michigan State, well, I don't know. I, I, I feel like both fan bases hated that. Like, I feel like the Michigan State famous was probably like, fuck you guys, and then the Michigan fan base was probably like, fuck you guys. And it's like, just the whole, my my topic was going to be, The whole psychology of sports rivalry and, you know, but it's like, again, I feel like it varies so much that it's hard to kind of dissect in that topic. So anyway, long story short, that's my pit. Sorry. That state lost is your pit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you in that. I feel like the, the high of winning does not compensate for the low of losing and, you know, when you watch the tournament, right, as we're talking, you know, just coming off the, the, the Final Four in, in the championship game, you know, you for me at least, like, as I watch these different teams that I don't, you know, I'm not invested in, I see the losing team and how they are, you know, just obviously devastated. And for kids playing who are no money and might be graduating,
1: it's like, it's rough. It's yeah. rough. Yeah. There's so many, I feel like, topics within the two sentences, you know, we just had between Yeah, college sports <laughs> is like
0: such a yeah. uh, a million different things. But um So tell us about
1: your uh your peak. Your yeah. peak. <laughs> My peak uh <laughs> is very vague
0: and I didn't really know how to present it. And so I have to kind of walk you through it. So, I guess like the general peak in is just like that being nice to people or, like, kindness is something that goes a long way. And that sounds super cheesy, but hear me out. So, I was, uh, when I was in Australia this last week. Wow, flex. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) See you guys. But when I was doing that, I felt like, maybe it was just, like, I don't know, maybe it was the fact that I was Mm -hmm. on vacation I just seen everything in a new light, but... For the most part, I felt like the service and just like general like people that I interacted with, right, at restaurants, at stores, etc., were generally just happier. And in part, like, okay, so one example, I was checking out, and there was a new, uh like he he was new, and he was like he didn't know how to check me out, he didn't know how to like he was struggling, and he was just like you could tell he was like so nervous, mm-hmm. and he was like just like I'm really sorry, I'm really, sorry. and I was like, dude. It's, fine. it's totally fine I was like don't worry about it yeah I, right. can, I got I can wait forever right it doesn't matter and like it's just something that I don't think you necessarily get on a regular basis right you just talk about like you've worked retail I've worked retail and dealing with different people and is not
1: always all that fun <laughs> different people is a <laughs> yeah. a coded word for it but yeah no, I know I know what you're saying and that's really cool. Again, I don't know if, like you said, that that's because you're on vacation or maybe Australia is just an overall happier place. Probably that, too. Probably both. But even when I was traveling uh, for work and I went to South Carolina, it was like... I mean, that wasn't vacation, for sure. But no. when I was like, I felt like everyone there, for the most part, like I went to this deli... It was just like a like a shitty deli, you know, like whatever, and like everyone there was just so nice, and I was like, I noticed it that they were that nice, which is like weird, you know. Yeah. And I was like, that was that was cool, you know. Obviously, made my day a little bit better and whatnot. So yeah, I'm good. saying I I do I think I'm generally a nice person.
0: I I think I go out of my way to try to be. Um, you know, just nice and just to make f- people feel a little bit better about themselves. And I feel like I did that on multiple occasions and it paid dividends. It was like, I just wish, you know, people, now I'm sounding like a peak, but I mean, a pit, but it's, that's peak. I mean, like people are nice. It goes a long way. And then that's like so vague and, and obvious,
1: but something that I noticed like recently, I guess. I think for me is like, I, sometimes I'm kind of a dick, mm-hmm. but I think for me, maybe it's because, like you said, I've worked retail, you've worked retail. Or maybe it's because, like, I don't know. I feel like when I come across people that, A, I don't know, be in a retail setting or, like, a restaurant setting or what the fuck ever. Like, I feel like I definitely, like, kind of hypen up my mood a little bit because it's, like, I know that their life fucking sucks. And, like, all right, we've well, all been there. Difficult and, like, job. You're working
0: with – if you work out with people on a regular basis – It's hard. Retail, restaurant, like, that. that's... You know, you're dealing with not fun things. Yeah, see, I... Nobody wants to speak to a manager to tell them how good they did. (laughs) Right?
1: So I do my best to... I don't know, to liven up my mood, at least. Mm -hmm. Or at least put on a fucking front for people that are dealing with that shit. Because that is some... That just gets old real fast, dealing with that... Dealing with those people that treat you like it's your life's work to sell them sports equipment. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. it's like dude. Use sports equipment. To to Yeah, exactly.
0: To bat. So anyway, be yeah. nice to people. <clears throat> it's it's good. Um all right, so you want me to go first? I would like you to go first. Alright, so we're getting in format and we each researched something. Um, and so mine was actually recommended by the one and only that i've known him since i was very young that is richard shroud our father and he had he was like yo hey you should check into the uss indianapolis and i was like all right i don't know anything about that back to the seas yeah 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 yeah. all right back <laughs> to the seas and it has a little bit of his, not a little bit a lot of history to it so i was like yeah let's check it out so This is a wild story. Now, we always say, like, keep it somewhat light, right? We're not hitting the serious, but I'm not going to lie. This is interesting, but it's not all that, um, it's not that fun. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. But it's interesting, but a bummer. So, USS Indianapolis, right, is a World War II um, ship. It's a cruiser. um, And it's kind of claim to fame is that it carried uh, enriched uranium, across the Pacific, okay. would have eventually become uh, the, the, the Little Boy, right? Was was one of the nuclear weapons. Okay, I was going to say nukes, right? Yep. It's
1: like, I'm pretty dumb,
0: but I don't know. So one of the things that was, like, interesting to me is that at the time, right, it was carrying uh, half of the world's supply okay. of enriched uranium. Jesus. At the time of what, though? In 1945. Okay. So, like, I mean, because, again... I don't know of any enriched uranium mines that you can just go. So one, it's a very difficult resource, but two, you're on the heels of, you know, just discovering the new nu- like nuclear weapons, right? Leading up to like the Cold War and the arms race, and so uh, it's a bold move. Ship in half. It's supply. just insane. Like I and I don't even know. I don't know how much it was. Like, does that mean that right. it's like you know, one gram or eight <laughs> tons? Right, right, right. But I mean, again, it's in a ship, sure. and the way that they described it was like probably. Like, two, like, crates. So, like, like, shipping crates? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Not, not,
1: not, not like... Like a, them big, you know...
0: No, not that. Two, like, like pallets? Like your acne cow. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a pallet. Okay. That's the way that, like, it was described. So, it deli- makes the delivery. It's, it's great. Things sure. are going well. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is... Uh, it's the winning the war. 1945. 1945. Okay, got it. On its way back... To the states, well, we don't have the we don't have the uranium anymore. No, we don't. Okay, things would have been just this make, story would be much different. <laughs> so i just making sure here. It, it gets hit by two torpedoes by a Japanese sub. R.I.P. in peace. Yes, it goes down. It goes it, it goes down within like 12 minutes. So they they just decimated this ship. Okay. Seems like a long fucking time.
1: I know. I know your point is that it's quick, but it's yeah, a long time.
0: So there are. Around twelve hundred people on this ship, okay. Three hundred go down with the ship, or are killed mm-hmm. in the the blast or whatever. The stubborn baby boomers. That I don't are like, think they were <laughs> stubborn. I I think well, well I know captain never leaves his ship. Yeah. <laughs> he actually he survived. Spoiler. Fuck that guy. I'm but sure. <laughs> they a lot of them were on the deck because it was so warm in the uh, in the Pacific, right? So, like, they were already, like, they weren't, like, sleeping down. Okay. They were, like, sleeping sure, sure. on the deck. So, 300 initially are, are killed in action. 890.
1: Um, missing 10. Are whatever it is. Yeah, well, that's the figures I have written up. Yeah. No, I know. I, I thought that, I thought you were going to be, like, and 10 of them became uh, the DC. So, you 890,
0: uh, like, in the water. Okay. Right, like, abandoned ship, made it up the ship. 316 of those almost 900... Okay. ...lived.
1: Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot, I feel like. Right? I mean, well, considering... Okay, give, give me a break here. Considering that we're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and we get hit by torpedoes, like, doesn't torpedoes, sound like there's going to be any spiders. They didn't die on the ship. No, but who the fuck can swim more than one minute? That is true. So,
0: this becomes, like, the, the major issue, right? Most of the time, you have a ship that... If you it goes down, you radio, and then they send planes, they send other ships, whatever those people are rescuing. This is an okay. American ship. Yes, an American ship. Okay. Just and the again the vast uh, as far as like single loss of life for a ship, this is the highest. I feel like we said that last episode. We did, but that was non combat. You're right. It's so like that's certainly non combat, but this not we're talking not talking about like a large battle mm-hmm. jump about one specific ship. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't designed for combat. So, they basically uh, there's some controversy as to why uh, like the there's apparently the distress signal did not go out. Ah, okay? uh, the black box. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm just fucking around. So they all jump in the water. The people jump. In the water. They grab the life vest. They go into the water. Okay. Number one problem that initially they all jump into like oil and fuel from the ship. Oh no. So they're all full of, and they're sucking in oil, they're sucking in fuel. So I read some different first uh, first hand accounts and they're trying to get out of the just the oil and what's on their skin. They're inhaling it, it's making them sick. That sounds terrible. So now no one knows that the ship is down. And we have 890 people. In the ship, uh, you know, in the water. Right. So first problem is it's 110 degrees in the daytime and it's cold at night. Right. I don't have a temperature for at night. Not a great rest. So one of the, the things that I read was, you know, like basically during the daytime, the people that survive are like praying, like just for the sun to go down to give them a break. Cause just burning their heads, burning their faces. Because, I mean, you're on the ocean. It's just reflecting off them. Right. Right. And then at night, you're so cold in the water that you're just wanting the sun to come (laughs) off. So it's like there's no relief, you know. Like a one-minute window in there. Yeah. So different sailors start, like, drinking the salt water because they're, you know, they're dehydrated. They don't have any food. Right. And so they're so, from heat exhaustion and just basically dehydration from, like, they start hallucinating. So within their groups, they're like, "Hey, I, th- I think the shore is right over there." It's right over there, and it's That's so crazy. Two hundred—the uh, closest one is like two hundred eighteen miles. Not, like the closest. Land. Not necessarily close. No, not necessarily a swimmable distance. <laughs> and so, yeah, like groups of people, and then like certain guys, are like who maybe aren't even hallucinating, are like, "Well, I don't want to be floating here by myself." Like, right. If they do, make so it. they start yeah. swimming with them, never to be seen again. Oh man, that right? sucks. Yeah, no, this is, it's like, this is a straight nightmare. Like, it, it it's not a fun <laughs> story, but it's a, uh, a a crazy one. So, that's problem one. Problem two, life jackets are not made to float for more than, like, X amount of time. Right. The way that they just get waterlogged. So, like, after a day or whatever it was, they just essentially were useless. They're just, yeah. like, big wet piece of foam that just sinking the density was right
1: you know, it was too much water so
0: sure. they'd have to you know tread water trying to float. so oh shit, not only still not on land don't have any food you're in water you're treading water so you're okay. burning
1: calories but how am i treading water for this long for me to hallucinate i feel like personally i would drown long before i could get too hot i would just be like all right well this is it and like seriously though like how can you tread I mean, water for that long before I, mean, I mean i guess the the I'm not calling bullshit. I'm just asking. I don't know. I mean, I, the life
0: jacket probably holds up for a day, okay. Right? Or, okay. Or maybe, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Sure. Um, I know that some people like were able to like if there was pieces of the ship or like crates that had stuff in them, like wood, were able to like. Yeah, you know, I've seen Titanic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There you go. You know, they both could fit on the the right. Day, yeah. whatever. No shit. And so that's that's the next thing. And the worst thing is kind of like referred to right is sharks sharks uh, everywhere no way yeah and obviously some people are wounded right from the explosion sure. and everything whatever so i mean both literally and figuratively blood in the water wow. and so like there's tiger sharks in the area that are literally just eating people oh
1: my god and That's it was
0: terrible. like the worst thing because then you're just hearing people literally get eaten around you doesn't sound fun. I don't want to be eaten. No. So five days. Almost five days. They like were treading water over four days. Yes. So I mean, eight hundred ninety oh people, three hundred sixteen survive, and most likely those three hundred sixteen are like Hercules. Have yeah that and just massive willpower. In addition, they probably uh, like Jeez. the one that I, like the one that I read. He came across a box of like rotten uh, like potatoes. They were all, like, waterlogged and disgusting, but he was like, it's better than nothing. Like, you know. Yeah. So, like, some people maybe got essentially lucky by floating near something. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. So, the the main question is, right, like, after that, like, again, it's the largest loss of life. So, the vast majority of these different situations, because, you know, ships, they get sunk in battle. But this one was different because no one came.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No one knew. So, they got stumbled across like by whatever uh uh, uh, just i think somebody on like a routine patrol and we're like oh crap like there's a ton of people in the water you know both living and dead yeah and so they they you know start to pick up the people etc blah 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 so then the next question becomes well why did this happen so the navy is like they delay the coverage of it Right. This is toward the end of the war. I mean, it's 1945. Right. So they don't put it in the press until uh, Japan is defeated. And okay. they try to bury it. Really? Like, well, we won the war. Like, the war's over. Sure. You know, like, you know, whatever. VE Day, you know, and just just kind of push it out. Right. And so, the you know, the, the government and that kind of just helped to do that. Well, a lot of Navy specialists are like, no, dude. Like, we... Well, why did this happen? This never happens, right? So, basically, they need a fall guy. They need, from some reason, that this didn't happen. So they they the captain survives. Captain McVeigh is Charles McVeigh is his name. My guy, yeah. And so they're basically like they court martial him, and there's a bunch of different ships that a bunch of different ships who, uh, you know what sank during war. Sure. And none of those captains, if they lived, right. were ever court-martialed. So it's like one of the only, but again, they're like, need somebody to blame essentially. So they court-martial this guy and they're like, hey, that's bullshit. What happened? It. And he's like, we get, you know hit by a sub. And they're like, were you zigzagging? You're supposed to zigzag because of subs. It makes it harder for subs to like basically know where you're going to be mm-hmm. to shoot you with the torpedo or whatever. And he's like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't zigzagging. And so they're like, oh, well, there you go. You know, what it's, the fuck? it's your fault. Yeah. And like destroys his career. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, first of all, you zigzag at the captain's discretion. So it's not like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, hey, you know, if if there's enough visibility and all the survivors were like, yo, it was like it was dark. It was foggy. Like. It was not a good idea to zigzag. We could have run into something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, it, it, it didn't make any sense. So, like, all, like, the all the people, like, who would survive, they were not, you know, like, they, they were, like, protecting him. They were like, that's not... Well, sure. All they did
1: was get hit by a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. That's not right.
0: And so, later on, like, one of the radio men had survived. And he testified in front of Congress. He's like, no, dude, I sent the signal. Like, I saw the needle... Like jump, mm-hmm. basically saying like, no, I know it sent the SOS. I sent it out. Like we're going down. Oh, I sent. Shit. It. Yeah, So this gets crazy, That's right? Fucked. So then, as you do a little bit of reading, basically the Navy's like, nah, that never happened. And what they what they think, right, and kind of further now, right, is that a lot of times Japanese subs would send SOSs to try and lure booth, uh, boats uh, out and then blow them up. Yeah. So like. It was like so subtle, and like just kind of like you know because the the ship sank in twelve minutes. Yeah. Right. So I mean that that's fast. Right. So what they're assuming is that they got the SOS and was like, ah, that's like some Japanese. It's not even. That's not even real. Yeah. And basically took the ship off the map that they had. Right. Oh, they were wow. like, oh, they never came back, but they probably just went on another mission and kind of just like dismissed Pulled it. Them off. Yeah. Yeah. And little they know, they're all floating in the sea, like struggling to survive. And the vast majority of them dying, and so they they basically pin it on this Charles McVeigh to be like, yeah, dude, like you know, you should have you know zigzag, should have zigzag, dude. Sorry, like you know, it's your fault. So again, everyone kind of comes out and says it's not his fault. Now again, that that's very controversial.
1: That's insane.
0: So it ends his career because again he's like labeled as the fault, guy who right. like got yeah. all these people killed. Yeah, he commits suicide years later. So I mean, uh, about uh, let me see here, yeah, 1968, right? So oh, wow, I he's mean, been a, he's had a heavy conscience for years. Twenty years, right? You know, over twenty years. But you know, there's no apparent reason why he committed suicide. Right. His wife did pass away, but. The the a lot of people said that you know again he had this kind of heavy conscience of course and like a lot of uh, because he came in the media was painted as his fault he was constantly getting calls from yeah you know all of the people who passed away their family members saying like you 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 killed my son yeah or, you know you killed my dad or whatever and so death threats like, and shit probably yeah and and so that was like. You know, just obviously oh weighed heavy on him. Sure. So, his son actually, like knowing kind of the story, sets out to like clear his name, and they do all this investigation. And remember, I told you about the guy who like testified in front of Congress and was like, "Dude, I sent the signal. You know, I sent the signal, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, that was in 1999. So what, like, he testified, yeah, yeah, 1999. So yes, yes." And so, like, through oh, this investigation, you know, and, and going through all the information, like, they were like, yo, it was not his fault. Like, it was just, unfor- you know, unfortunate events. It, it's war. That's what happened. So, literally, in 2000, oh my God. like, you know, they, they clear his name. Thank know? God. Psych. Like- right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and so, you know, the people who, like, were still very old, but surviving members of yeah, it were, like, yeah. you know... um, uh, like, it was good, you know, it was good to get it done, and it doesn't do him any good, but at least, you know, before we all, you know, passed away, that we we cleared his name and, and things of that nature. Holy so,
1: shit, dude. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, just like, it's just a combination of obviously scary stuff and, and war, and then this whole, like, kind of conspiracy, the politics come into play with, you know, the Navy doesn't really want to take the fall for it.
1: No. You know.
0: No, so, I mean when you
1: said that, like the the navy or whatever said, oh we never got a we never got a signal. It's like, uh, like what are you supposed to do about that? You know what I mean? Like, right. You can't go up against the navy. i mean, like, yeah. No, I sent it. Right.
0: <laughs> and like, no offense, when you get hit with a torpedo, what's the first thing you do? Just be like, hey, we got hit by a torpedo. Right. Like, can you help us? So, the the last thing that I'll leave you with um, is that. In pop culture there's been a there's been a movie about it. Nicholas Cage plays like Captain oh. McVeigh. Never seen it, it as Nicolas Cage, so don't recommend it. <laughs> but uh, Psych, dude the big one is Jaws. Quint. Alright. We're gonna need a big we're gonna need a bigger boat. We're gonna need a bigger boat. He references the USS Indianapolis, and that's why wow. he's so afraid of sharks, because it's portrayed wow. that he's, like, one of the survivors, and wow. it doesn't really, it doesn't, it kind of just, like, hints at it in the yeah, movie, sure. does like, go into it, but, but yeah, that he's, like, obviously one of the bigger, you know, classic movies, right, in Jaws, that, that he's, like, so afraid of sharks, because
1: he survived, the you know, the, the USS that's Indianapolis. That's fucking so. nice. That's a good reference. Yeah. One you don't, one you don't necessarily know about when you're watching Jaws, not that I've watched Jaws and uh, probably arguably ever, but it's messed up. I mean, I have, but like you know, probably when I was like twelve. Yeah, I was afraid of sharks. Still am, but I mean, shit. Yeah, all of our episodes and topics have been about our fears of water. Yeah, shit, so definitely afraid of water. That's nuts, dude. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, like nice. you said, she's she's a dark bitch, but. Yeah, That's, it's not funny,
0: you can't really make any jokes about it, so I, I definitely didn't leave it to be lighthearted, but hopefully we
1: can add some humor to what you're bringing to the table? Um, probably. Alright! I mean, I'm sure we can find a way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, but is it? Uh, so, m- mine is... Um, so, I was, I was gonna go, like I said, with, that, with the topic that I kind of led with on uh, sports, but... I said, fuck that, because I thought it was kind of like, eh. Dead end. But, exactly. So, this topic kind of didn't turn out the way I uh, thought it would, I guess. Uh, I still thought it was worth researching and worth knowing about. But I've always been kind of curious about this recently. But I researched the... um, It ended up being something a little bit different. But I researched the effects of weed legalization... And then I was gonna do over the nation, but ended up doing primarily in Colorado because they've had, had it the it. longest. Yeah, they've had it the longest. So, uh, yeah, I thought it would turn out a little different, but we'll uh, we'll get into it.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: So it was legalized in November of 2012, which like I'm sure I could have like maybe thought about it and figured it out, but I was like, damn, 2012, like. That's a fucking long time ago. Like, right. you know, like we just did it now in Michigan and it's like 20, I mean, it was 2018, obviously when you legalized right. it, but like, you know, so they started selling, they started commercial, like commercial sale for it in January 1st of 2014.
0: Okay. That's what I was going to ask. So, so like you can legalize it, anything, but right. like
1: if you don't actually have it available, what does it matter? Exactly. So I, I imagine, I mean, side note know that, that. I thought about that the other day. I was like, what like, you know, what's the deal with that? Like since like Michigan legalized it and it was like, all right, cool. And then I was like, you haven't heard shit about it since, you know. No, yeah. But it's like, I imagine in 2020 that it would become, you know, more of a topic or it's in the process now. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> This is a hard this is a hard topic too, because you're dealing with something that's political, right?
0: People that vote on, right? So like finding you know, research, some people are gonna be like oh, it was terrible, you know, or whatever, right? right? You know what I mean? So I'm interested.
1: Yeah. So, again, the reason why I geared it more towards Colorado is because they've been selling it commercially for five years. So, again, they have the ability to trend the most data, you know. So um, I only really went through three different articles um, and got some kind of, I don't know, like mixed, not necessarily mixed, but obviously there's going to be people that are like, left side and like right side of the spectrum where you love it or hate it. You know what I mean? So right. every article is going to be like biased as shit. But as far as like actual, I don't know where actually this is from. I could look it up, but, um, it says that it relieves symptoms of Parkinson's. So medically, obviously is sure. a great thing. Mm-hmm. Chronic pain, insomnia, shit like that. Um, and then some of the articles are talking about, uh, about how addictive it is about Right. But this one says 10% of users are addicted to marijuana. Right. So I, I found that kind of interesting, I guess, because like, I feel like I've came across plenty of people that are like, it's not addictive, whatever. Yeah. But like, do you think that... The, also, I did note there that the article that says that 10% of users are addicted is from 07. They referenced it in this article from 2018 that I was reading it was like, this article states this. And I was and like, the, 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 I looked up that article to be like, what article is this? And it was from 07. And I was like, okay, two things. One, not sure if I believe it. Two, it's from 07. Like, right, it's not even close to legal. Yeah, right? like it's not even, yeah. Like, yeah. I the, mean, I don't know where you're getting that statistic.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So for me, I would say two things, right? So number one, if you talk about the medical benefits of it, I think that's somewhat renowned and well researched. Like, like it has... Certainly medical benefits. Um, I can recall one video if you're talking about just like straight up like lip balm that has a higher THC content that makes a world of difference uh, with people who, who have like somewhat severe Parkinson's. And there's a couple of videos that I've seen that it's like, wow.
1: makes right? a huge difference you're saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. It, 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 and again, you know, I, I'm, it's not like I'm doing a deep research on these videos to see how accurate they are. But at, you know, at face value, it looks like it's certainly something that helps. Not to mention, right, I mean, is there medication out there to treat Parkinson's and, you know, other illnesses? Yeah, absolutely. But anything that's synthetic, you know, made in the lab is going to have side effects. And I'm not saying that there are not side effects to, you know, marijuana, marijuana. But, you know, it does seem that if something organic, right, right, has a higher,
1: you know, just basically less side effects and, and is, is healthier. Well, and you can even discussed with the fact that if you're going if you hypothetically have Parkinson's and are like, All right, I gotta go get drugs for it, it's like and then you're I mean, granted, you do medical marijuana, it's probably the same process, but at the same time, like some of those fucking drugs are expensive as shit, you know? Like, oh yeah. And so all so that what, like what you, you your, said what and all your that.
0: insurance covers mm-hmm. or if you have insurance.
1: And all that side effects it so like you said. So thing. um and then so this second article I went to was from the Denver Post. And this was last year. So I can only imagine it's relatively good information. But one of the statements they glossed over that I thought was kinda of crazy was that they said that young people are not smoking more than they used to. And it was just kinda of like in a paragraph that I like, you know, like just kind of was reading and it was like young people and I wasn't smoking more than they used to, and I was like, How like how? Like how are they not or just you know, based like, on availability? Right. Like you you've been legalized and commercially signed for five years. And you're telling me that not, I mean, not a single person, that's, that's a stretch, but no... In general. Yeah, you're not smoking more than you used to. Like, how, how does that, how does that make any sense? That makes me think that either A, like, it's just not, like, coming forth, or B, we had wrong statistics to begin with because it was illegal. Like, right, yeah, drug drug dealers don't report their, like, uh, profits <laughs> to the government. Right. Like, hey, I'm smoking again. She's like, okay, I it's guess like, hands behind your back, yeah, right? This uh, is the part. This house
0: is the easiest I ever get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, um, you know that. Obviously, this is a somewhat uh, I think passionate topic. You know, what I mean, so there's people who would be like very adamant on either side or, or both sides. We'll say, mm-hmm. you know. But I guess my my biggest thing is nothing. Nothing is perfect.
1: Right, every right. side's gonna have two stories, or every story's gonna have two sides. You know I mean? I it would be
0: like if alcohol was illegal, and then we said, like, all right, you know, we ended prohibition, and now it's alcohol's legal. It's like, well, yeah, like domestic abuse is on the rise, and, uh, you know, people, uh, DUIs are on the rise. like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's you know, Ill- I, I, I don't claim it to be like, you know, but I, I guess the, the do the both economic, uh, and maybe, I guess you could argue, social, do those benefits outweigh the cost?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, as far as, like, you know, in the hypothetical of, yeah, legalizing alcohol again or whatever, it's like, okay, then domestic views rises. It's like, all right, like, how do we know that that's correlated? We fucking don't. So it's like, you know, like, say, like, domestic views in general was rising, and then, like, fucking, you know, whatever, DUIs were down, like, it's like, that has no fucking correlation, and like, there's no way to prove that this has a correlation to almost anything, you know what I mean? Certainly, anything that's social or based on human behavior is like, very
0: difficult to, to track accurately. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, I do think, you know, I mean, if you go back to like, prohibition and the temperance movement, you know, domestic abuse was a... Was a topic of discussion, so sure. I, I'm sure that there
1: is correlation there. There's no no no. That. I mean, maybe that's a bad example, but you you know what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to pin correlation but for exact. That I know that, that's, You know, like the one thing that they mentioned in these articles a decent amount was that people that were like like crashes and stuff like that, like were happening more often, more frequently. Car crashes, and they were saying that they weren't necessarily bad crashes, but they were like. The guy said, quote-unquote, like, slow driving doesn't mean better driving. <laughs> like, on the highway. Right. So, like, you're just high as shit being like, oh, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> fucking 10 and 2, you know, <laughs> right, and you like right, right. hitting the ass probably and just, you know, whatever. So, the number of, let's see, I got some facts here for you. The number of drivers in fatal crashes, so fatal. I
0: don't know.
1: Crashes who tested above the legal limit of THC. What's the legal limit of THC? Yeah, I mean, I don't know here. Neither do I. Uh, Legal limit of THA, marijuana's active ingredient, obviously, decreased to 35 in 2017, down from 52 in 2016. So, I guess from that, we learn that as time goes on, it's getting better and better, which is a good thing. Yeah. Number of citations for marijuana-only impairment stayed steady between 2014 to 2017 at around 7% of all DUI arrests. Yeah. I mean, so,
0: again, we we spend a a fair amount of resources on drunk driving campaigns, right? We train, um, you know, I'm not sure this is all that effective, but we train bartenders and servers, right, to say, like, okay, like, have they had enough, right? And, And, again, you know, there's a fine line between, not a fine line, there's a big difference between being, like, hammered and then over the legal limit. Right, right. We know this, so that's something that's maybe hard. But my point is that we were spending money on on different campaigns to raise awareness about drinking and driving, and to say that, hey, it doesn't matter, right? It it affects people differently, right? So now that it is legalized, you're diverting your resources from saying, hey, no smoking, or you'll die if you do one weed mm-hmm. to, hey. If you're if you're using an edible, if you're smoking, then you need to do it responsibly, right? So that 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 rhetoric, that advertising, those commercials, billboards, whatever it is, shift in a different direction, which you hope, um, especially with people who are growing up in, in you know whatever in in the high school college, you know, are, are are taking those things seriously, which you know I think they are. I I think at least for my generation, um, a lot of people. You know, take drinking and driving very seriously, as opposed to if you talk to the baby boomer generation, it was kind of just like, that's just one thing you did, right? The cops kind of were like, hey, stop, pour it out, go home. Yeah, You know, so, I mean, that that, that has changed.
1: Right. And to, about, speaking of schools, uh, they said that the single, in 2016 and 2017, the biggest reason for uh, school expulsions was... Smoking, so like smoking class, all that bullshit. Yeah, so I figured yeah. that that would maybe not hit home. That's a strong word for you, but I mean it. You oh, know, fuck. as a as a <laughs> teacher, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, when because now it's legal in Michigan. Hmm. So what, like, do you think that'll be a problem? Do you think you'll see more of that? You think you'll be? I mean, I you know, at this point, I, probably you already see more vaping and like you know all those fucking pens and all that shit like that. How big is that a problem? Huge, really. Right. So what do you what do you guys do if that happens? I mean, like you just fucking send them out and that's it, or like
0: yeah, I don't know. It's like the... Expulsions
1: is a strong, right? You know, but I mean, I guess you're. I mean, like no one's getting expelled. It, yeah, it varies from person to person. I guess if you're fucking token up in class, yeah, it's a problem. But like, yeah. Also, like, there's a difference between probably lighting a bowl in class and like smoking out of a vape in class. Like,
0: yeah, oh, and, definitely.
1: You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, but it's just, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it just, again, I'm not a legal
0: expert. I'm not a police officer. But there, yes, there certainly is a difference in the, uh, essentially what punishment you're going to get if, you know, nicotine versus a controlled substance such as marijuana, even though it's legal, it's still a controlled substance, right? It'd be like, you know, drinking a beer. Like, it's still, you know, you're you're not allowed to have that. yeah, You know, but, yeah, as Motley Crue once said, you know, Smoking ain't allowed in school. Smoking in the boys' room. It is now mm-hmm. definitely vaping in the boys' room. No one has lit a cigarette probably in our high school in years. But people, students vape on a daily basis. I mean, I know administrators yeah. and, and police officer and our li- police liaison in our uh, school have just a drawer, drawers no up, way. plural, full of pens, full of things that they confiscate. That's crazy. Um, to the point where it's like, we. I mean, it's it's constant. Really? Right. Because here's the deal, right? You light up a cigarette. I mean, that smells. Right? You know people who smoke sure. like their clothes, their house, their everything smells like smoke. Vape, uh, people vape inside, right? You know what right. I mean? Like it's not, it's, it's relative. It's not a problem. It smells like cotton or candy yeah. or, you know, vanilla or whatever. So, you know, I mean, I walk in the bathroom in between classes, like, and I'm like, hmm, smells like vanilla, smells like cotton candy, you know, so I guess that's one upside. You can't fucking do anything about it. No, I mean, I'm not seeing anyone there. I'm not, you know, whatever. And so that, that obviously is, is very hard to, you know, to to regulate, but I don't think, again, that's going back to marijuana, that the vast, I mean, it's very hard to get your hands on, on cannabis oil. That's something
1: that is like you know, highly regulated where you can go to the gas station and get a vape. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I didn't really research, which I should have, is that like, you know, you talk about like legalizing it statewide and and federally and all that bullshit and as far as, you know, if you want to regulate it like we regulate alcohol, Mm -hmm. then it's like, you can easily test for alcohol, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you can test for marijuana too in the fact that, you know, it's been in your system. You could have done it a month ago or whatever, you know. But it's like, If you want to regulate weed like you do alcohol, you got to find a way, which again, that's my bottom line. I didn't research this, but you got to find a way to regulate it on the spot. You know what I mean? Like there's a big difference of someone smoking a month ago and going to work a month later or someone smoking in their car and then going into work. Like. Yeah, it has, has to be. Regulation Something. is a point. And I
0: don't know enough, again, I don't know enough about about it. I think, you know, sobriety test, if you are, you know, super high and you can't follow, Sure, you know, you can't, you just fail a sobriety test. I think that's like, you know, you're, okay, yeah, no, you, yeah, that's a, a DWI or whatever right. uh, you want to call it. But, yeah, so I, I don't think it's obviously as easy and and. I think one of the things that came up, especially with legalization, is like, oh, so what? Are, what are people going to, you know, smoke and then and go to work high? It's like, well, no, people don't drink and go to work drunk. I mean, at least where I work, they for don't. the most part they don't. You know, sure. I, I I haven't run into <laughs> that. Uh, so, you know, it's again, you you can make up or you can you can say that you can play the what if game all day. You know, what, what if what if kids get their hands on it? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, kids have their hands on it right you know that they are vaping and that's regulated you know they are drinking you know and that's uh unfortunately anything with a you know some sort of controlled substance doesn't mean it's perfect there is no perfect solutions you know there are only trade-offs
1: yeah so as far as taxes was kind of the last thing that i that i looked up a little bit is that uh, during the period it jumped 266 percent in revenue now the marijuana tax only represents one percent of the 2018- 2019 like tax revenue budget you know hmm. which I that thought seems was, low. I agree like if they're taxing it everywhere how is it not but right, I agree it jumped well, okay so this is exactly what it says tax revenues jumped from 266 percent during the period jumps 266 percent from 67 million in 2014 to 247 million in 2017. Colorado's tax revenues have risen each year, currently represent 1% of the state's 2018-2019 state yeah. budget. So I mean, it's increasing drastically. Right. Just
0: when you find scheme, you know, corporate taxes and, and income taxes, it doesn't
1: it doesn't all play that yeah. well all that well. But the good news or I mean, positive news for anyone really is that The taxes are spent on public schools, human services, public affairs, agriculture and labor, employment, judicial affairs, healthcare policy, transportation, and regulatory affairs. So if you're going to get money for anything and then at least you're putting it right back towards the system, you know, to make that better for everybody, I mean, that's best case scenario.
0: I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like a, you know, uh, some capitalist... Hardcore capitalist, but at the end of the day, it is about money. Sure. You know what I mean? Could you could you make the argument that if you made alcohol illegal that people would be healthier, that there would be less accidents, that there would be less domestic abuse, that there would uh, be lower health care costs? Hell yeah you could. Right. But you don't make no money. And so, yeah, I mean, certainly the economic benefits have to be something that uh, they have to be worth it in the eyes of both the people uh, and the government. Right. And if that's the case, the chances are pretty good uh, that it will be become, you know, commercialized in, in most um, you know, uh, states, I, I guess I would assume,
1: based on, you know, economics, people like money. The only, like, mostly everything I read was positive, or at least, you know, Mm -hmm. vaguely positive. The only thing that I read that was bad is that, which, I, I don't know what kind of correlation this has. I mean, we talked about correlation, but organized crime rates tripled in five years. What? From increasing from 119 in 2017 from 31 in 2012.
0: I don't know. I guess I don't know, I, I I I don't mean, know
1: like, what exactly what... Or the, or the definition of the Or their definition, definition of organized
0: order. crime is. Yeah. And then you would think that, you know, again, going back <laughs> to capitalism, going back to the government, right? If everyone is just a bunch of drug dealers growing their own or getting it from wherever, right, across the border and then selling it, you're missing out on all that tax revenue, right? right. You're missing... You- now you have the ability to regulate it and tax it, so... If it's you know the thought, I think for some is if it's out there already, we might as well make some money on it. Right. I don't understand the organized crime part either, unless that again maybe that it becomes. I you know what I mean. I, I guess a, a small a small dealer, whatever you know, selling to kids over at the local high school is not considered organized crime. But now if we have someone that's trying to bypass the taxes. Uh, or trying to maybe find some sort of loophole that's considered organized crime. But I guess for if if I'm
1: a kid in Colorado and I'm trying to get weed, why would I not buy it from the local store? Why would I go through a black market? Honestly, I mean like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're not old enough. True. I mean, one. I guess, yeah. Is but it 21? I mean, I didn't look that I don't up, but know. I'd imagine it's 21. I guess I would assume... I mean, again, like... Black market's probably got some gets dope. Dank, too. Or, you know?
0: I, but, well, that's... Okay, so two things, right? Number one, if you talk about, like, cigarettes, you know, kids just, like, say, like, you know, they have older friends or whoever, you know, that are 18, but, hey, go buy me cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not hard to do. No. Okay? But, you know, I will say this. One of the benefits, right? And you talk to people, and, I mean, you get research this. There's plenty of things to support this. One of the benefits of regulating uh marijuana is you get a more kind of precise um, you know measurement of what you're getting right so the thc levels in that are safe and are calculated right so if you have something at very high thc level you can get that most people probably wouldn't want that they might use it for medical purposes but um you know you can kind of shop around as to what you're interested in uh you know you know what types or you know whatever cannabis
1: yeah and, and, you're able to gauge your tolerance more you're you know, able to so you're not getting your some laced stuff
0: right right you 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 hopefully end a lot of safety concerns where hey this is you know laced with whatever it is fentanyl and cocaine and then all of a sudden you're have to be in a rush to the hospital right we don't or, want that. you know or just as bad it's oregano
1: <laughs> arguably
0: worse So, you know, having that kind of regulation is is
1: beneficial in my eyes. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think that overall, like I said, for the most part, I think it's pretty positive. I think that, A, I mean, if you're gaining taxes and, like, there's no excessive amount of crime rates and all that shit that's going up, sure, organized crime Whatever it just that It doesn't may make be. any
0: sense that something is legal and it increased the crime rate. Yeah. Illegal increased the crime rate? Yeah. Totally makes right, sense. Exactly. Prohibition era classic
1: example. Right. But there's nothing that stands out from the research that I did that's like eye-popping. You know, like... Sure. Oh, shit. All right. That's, you know... That's a product right. of weed legalization. Like... Grew a second head. <laughs> that would be one. But... So, for the most part, I think is... Again, pretty positive. So...
0: Yeah, I That's mean, what I mean uh, it certainly seems like it's moving in that direction with more and more states legalizing that. Of course, it takes time. It's something that is, um, you know, we. I mean, we could get into a whole other podcast about the social aspect of it going back to the 60s and the 70s and having somewhat of a tainted image amongst different, whatever, socioeconomic groups, if you want to talk about that. So, you know, I, I think
1: it, it takes time. So, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, States wouldn't be doing it if it was going terribly in the original states that did it. We wouldn't have legalized it. Absolutely. No one would have legalized it. Right. So. At the end of
0: the day, if you're losing money, you're not winning. going to be down with that. You know, there's, there's no, uh, at least in our country, there's no, there's no solve for that. I agree. Well, I love it. Um, I, I mean, I, d- I don't think it was necessarily a, a very funny episode but I, I think both things were certainly informational
1: no yeah I agree i like to have some more laughs but I know overall I, I, I can't attest as it's it's good knowledge to learn That was something I wanted to research in the USS uh, Indianapolis Indianapolis baby Whew. USS Indianapolis that's some fucked up shit it's so. wild it's wild but we're, we're gonna
0: next next one we do we're gonna come out with something that is uh, or oh, oh, something lighter all right, I'm in Mickey Rat, Mickey Rat style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Until next time. Later.